And I remember uh, I was the young monster hunter. I took a stick and a piece of rope and an empty Dunkin' Donuts bag. And I <laughs> sat on the side of the lake and I fished. I thought I was going to catch the monster. Now, my attention span was probably five minutes long. I think I but gave what up. What was the that. bag for? Were you going to put the monster in the bag? Okay. Can tell you. So, hi, everybody. I am Tara. And I am Matt. And it is a pleasure to be with you. We are so sorry again for that. Please don't hang up on us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please. I hope you guys are still there. We're sorry to keep you waiting. Yeah. So, um, if you're there, drop in chat. We want to know who you are, too. So, let us know where you're from and what your favorite sea monster is, because that is what we're yes. talking about today. You are about to waste an hour just Gabbing about sea monsters for an hour the of heck your life, of it. <laughs> an hour of your life, you'll never get back, but you'll love it. But you, hopefully you will love it. We will love will it. Love it will be a lot of fun. Yes. So I think we're going to get started with something. I, oh, wait. I was going to just start with a say. quote from um, The Simpsons here uh, from the episode. If anyone saw where Mr. Burns goes to hunt the Loch Ness Monster, he says to Homer, I'm searching for something that man has been looking for since the dawn of time. Homer's response is a sober Irishman. And he says something even rarer, the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> which, which we're allowed to tell that joke because we're Irish, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait. I am. You are? Okay, good. I'm like making sure. Hold on. Everyone else is too. You know, we'll pretend it's St. Patrick's Day where you're an honorary We Irish had this person. discussion in, hey, I am Irish. Thank you no, very much. So we're fine. Every, <laughs> appa apparently everybody is, right? So yeah. Fully Irish. So. Yes. We are going to talk first about the Kraken, which I was excited to do some research about. Um, so the Kraken, um, for those of you who don't know yet, is a huge sort of octopus or squid-like thing. And it's really powerful and it could apparently pull ships down into the watery depths. It's also the name of the newest NHL franchise in Seattle. I just saw that recently, probably while that? I was Googling about this Kraken. Um, you know what? Good point. I'm sure that's probably <laughs> one of the first results that came up. That's right. I probably saw that then. I know you're excited so, about that. Yes. So the Kraken is also known as the Sea Mischief. Mm. And according to the Norse sagas, it dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrifies nearby sailors. It terrorizes them. Um, the name originates from the Old Norse, Kraki. Okay. And in both Norwegian and Swedish, Kraken is the definite form of crack. Um, which is a word that designates an unhealthy animal or something twisted. Interesting. So I am <clears throat> going to read you a poem. Oh, wow. Okay. Because Poetry night. Lord um, Alfred Lord Tennyson wrote a poem entitled The Kraken, which I thought was actually pretty cool. So I'm going to read oh, it to you guys. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Ready? I got to get my like game face on. <laughs> Poetry okay. slam. Below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath the abysmal sea, his ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep, the kraken sleepeth, faintest sunlights flee about his shadowy sides, above him swell huge sponges of millennial growth and height, and far away into the sickly light, from many a wondrous grot and secret cell unnumbered and enormous polypi winnow with giant arms the slumbering green there he hath lain for ages and will lie 
battening upon huge sea worms in his sleep until the latter fire shall heat the deep then once again by man and angels to be seen in roaring shall he rise and on the surface die thank you very much <laughs> that was oh, my intense. snaps Thank you, my. I know. Isn't that a cool poem, though? I thought it was really awesome. Oh, that's, it took some some work to find. I never would have dug that up. That's pretty good. And I had to be like, I had to be like actory about it because you, uh, know, you were act you were actory. You know, it's the it's that's a the, word. the background there. Got to yeah. do it. So this Man. is Whew. this is um. Here we get into kind of my favorite part. Okay. Okay, Pontipidian, whoever that was noted that the Kraken has a strong and peculiar scent, which it can emit at certain times and by means of which it beguiles and draws other fish to come in heaps about it. So he stinks? So he stinks. And appropriately, okay. so what he does is he uses the fish that it has devoured to lure even more fish by using its poop as a lure. Poop lure? Yes. Okay. So uh, Pidian claimed that a great many fishermen, fishermen said that its evacuation colors the surface of the water, which appear quite thick and turbid. And uh, this, is, this is a quote from him, ready? This muddiness is said to be so very agreeable to the smell and taste of other fishes or to both that they gather together from all parts to it and keep for that purpose directly over the kraken. He then opens his arms or horns and seizes and swallows his welcome guest and converts them after due time by digestion into a bait for other fish of the same kind. Okay, that was a lot. So he literally fishes with poo. Okay, I Apparently. mean, I, I, you know, bait is pretty much nasty stuff, dead stuff anyway. So why not just some crap? Sure. So what I was reading said that this is actually kind of a clue to real life inspirations for it, which might actually be a giant squid and it's ink. Uh, okay. Interesting. So because they're, they can be like up to 43 feet long. Yes. Which is longer than a small ship. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and it would be totally capable of, you know, blasting a bunch of ink that would maybe they would think was poop. <laughs> this is very possible. So there is my story of the Kraken. <laughs> okay. I see that you've done your work on it. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. That's very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's, so I know, I think it's good. your turn and I believe you have a special uh, treat for us. Well, I have something for you guys. Um, I don't know if it's special, but <laughs> you know, people just don't get enough PowerPoint these days at work. You know, so I figure mm -hmm. death by PowerPoint is what I'm going to do to everyone now. But you know what? You're going to like it. I guarantee you, because um, I'm really going more towards lake monsters here, to be honest with you. That's really okay. more, more of my forte, if you will. Um, sea monster, lake monster. It works. Yeah. So this will be quick. I won't kill you. And I swear you'll enjoy it. So, um, of course, our beautiful logo, which is just you know mesmerizing, really. Lovely. Um, so here we go. Loch Ness, right? We're in Scotland. Here's a map of it. Um, okay. this is like the Northern part of it. These are the arrow Edinburgh's down, uh, South, of course, it's not the biggest lake in the world. I forget how long it's a couple miles long picturesque Urquhart Bay, Urquhart castle, where you could, uh, have a great lunch or spot the Loch Ness monster. If you wanted to, I suppose, I think they have had a lot of sightings there. 
So here's the famous surgeon's photo, right? 1934, some doctor took it. It's like the most famous Nessie photo ever taken. And so I heard a, a theory that yeah. that might actually have been that. Well, I'll tell you what it actually is, but yeah. That it might've been a whale's penis. <laughs> okay. Um, but is there well, a whale in the lock net? Like, so what it, the reality, what it is, at least what the public has been told, it finally came out that it was a hoax. And this guy and his kid made like a dummy neck and they float and they got a floaty and they put it in the water and they took the picture. They ah. staged the whole thing. This is not real. We found this out much later, but um, this is the most famous photo of it. Um, as far as whale reproductive organ, I can't confirm that. Um, here's another long one from famous one. Um, there's a little caption underneath it, interval of swimming, blah, blah, considerable time. That's an older one. All these are old pictures, right? Here's the humps. Right. Here's one that's a recent one, which I think is like, to me, totally fake. I don't really think how that's possibly real right there. That looks like a really big, just fish. Yes. And it looks very much probably fake. Um, I'm not buying that. This is Adrian Shine. He is like the Loch Ness monster man. Like he knows everything. He's the guy you see in all the documentaries. He runs like the Loch Ness monster museum. He's like a hundred thousand years old, but um, he's awesome. Um, okay. Lochness.co.uk. Put that in your browser. It is okay. a website for this and it has a webcam. And this is a screenshot of it. You can look at Loch Ness all day long if you want to. And you might see them. All. I think people have said they've seen sightings from the cam. So you can look at other stuff. It's got, a, you know, the, the, the live shot, obviously, which is a very cool thing. See, but all I right. feel like it wouldn't be very high res high resolution. No, yeah. it's so not. Like, how would it's you not. know if you saw it or if you saw a tree branch? Right. Well, you know, people get carried away and they think they're going to, you know, when you want to see something, your imagination tells right, you. Right, right. So we've moved to the United States. So we're in Lake Champlain on the border of Vermont and New York. I've personally been there when I was a young man. Um, you see on the bottom there is the, in relation to the, where it is in the United States. That is the home of um, Champ. Champ. This, this is the photo taken by a woman named Sandra Massey in 1977. She was on the Vermont side of the lake sometime in the summer. This is the photo she grabbed, which you can see a neck coming out and part of a body, right? Okay, so this is very, it's very grainy and everything. It's not and, great. And no. pixelated, but but this looks more real, possibly realistic to me than the yeah. Loch Ness one. So they, one of the big theories is that it's just a log that popped up. Um, I've always been confused because it has the arm piece, but it almost, to your left of the photo, it looks like a head. It almost looks like it's an animal putting its arm up like swimming or something maybe. Um, ah. so that's what I've always found interesting, but this has not been like debunked and she swears everything holy that this is real. She did not, uh, this is not a forgery. She says they never been able to decide if it's right or wrong, but anyway, here's another random shot, which is some, I thought it was funny because people had written a whole bunch of stuff all over it, protruding knobs on back. Uh, now here's one. No, you see it back. all the time with these knobs, right? With these bumps, mm -hmm. like, right. so is it supposed to be like a big undulating snake or like a camel well, under there, like so a sea camel? The, the, the two thoughts and the two schools of thought are that it's some sort of snake or it's like a plesiosaur, like a prehistoric plesiosaur. That's what everyone okay. thinks. That's kind of my theory. Here's one that um, someone took this recently. I can't answer this, really explain much about it. Some guy took it from his boat. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if he Photoshopped it. I don't even know what it's supposed to be, but that's a recent one. Here's a cool that site. That kind of looks like a manatee. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Here's a cool site, officialchampsearch.webs.com. This woman named Katie Elizabeth runs this champ. She like devotes her life to this champ search. 
she like spends her whole life looking for champ and she has a website for it. Look up um, a show called small town monsters. They do shows about the unknown and they did like a three part documentary on champ. It's really cool. I would check it out. All right, guys, um, what do you think so far? Loch Ness, Champ, are these real? Do you think that these pictures are real or, or believable at Well, all? that was the whole reason let I came. Let us know. To... Drop it in the chat and let us know. That was the whole reason I came to this event. They're real. If I hadn't known that, I wouldn't be on this call. Um, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> we moved to Canada and Lake Okanagan. You can see the relation. It's not that far from Seattle. Okay. Get, your, get, get your passport. That's the home of Ogopogo. And here is one that just kind of looks like, a, name. looks like a boat wake to me. I don't really buy that photo. Um, this one's a little more interesting. Obviously, it's a whole bunch Ooh. of humps in there, right? See, Not now, sure what, what that if that's is. more than one animal, though, that just like to be in a line? It could be. Like, travel in a chain. No, but I, I kind of go for the whole, like, it's some ancient, like, dino era thing. That's what it is, no doubt. So, yeah, I don't know a ton about Ogopogo, but it is definitely haunting. So now we've come home to the Chesapeake Bay for those of us that live in the area, which if you didn't know is home to Chessie, the Chesapeake Bay. That's right. I don't have a lot of info. So spoiler, not spoiler, but just full disclosure, I'm trying to make a Chessie documentary. Um, and I'm in the works of doing some legwork early on with that. So if you'd like to be a part of it, or if you know anyone that has a sighting, please let us know. Cause I would love to have you involved. Definitely There's email a- us at the scary movie yeah. project at gmail.com and let Matt know. Boom, plug it. So here's the thing about Chessy is it kind of became like a monster, but it also kind of became a representation of trying to save the bay at the same time. Mm -hmm. It kind of intertwined in there. Here's like a coloring book they made for kids to kind of let it appeal to different people. This is from the 80s. Um, Here is the one piece of footage that I have never seen. This guy named Bob Frew. He lives on Love Point, which is right on the water up on Kent Island. And on Memorial Day, 1980 something, he shot some video of a serpent or something swimming for like a good couple minutes in the water. I've never seen the video. I don't know if it's widely available. I've searched for it. I can't find it, but this is like, they went to some lab to analyze it. This is a, uh, a screenshot of it. And they said after a bunch of analysis, they can't determine what it is, but they also don't know that. And I know why you're laughing because I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> they, it took they, me a minute. <laughs> they didn't know what it was and you can have your own opinion of it at this point. <laughs> Um, so we're going to move on to the end of it. <laughs> we've lost our uh, maturity at this point. We'll go back to it. So they Did we have maturity no, to begin with? No, but the thing was, they couldn't say what they couldn't say that it wasn't oh. real and they couldn't say that it was. So I guess they weren't sure what it was. So anyway, um, I mean, I'm assuming three... it was way larger than one. So, oh, it was like, you would not mistake it at that size for one. I'm sorry. My eyes are watering because I'm laughing. <laughs> No, it was like crazy. Um, yeah, it really was. It took it, me a minute. I was listening to you and I was like all into it. And then I was like, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, hold on. Right. <laughs> That's a sperm. No. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, anyway, that was, um, yeah. So there, there's your three fa- uh, famous ones. Well, so that was, uh, I think you did four. You did four. Did I do four? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah bonus. Did you did four. Okay, cool. Good. So, um, the next thing I'd like to talk about, I don't know if you've read a lot of Lovecraft. Sadly, but... not enough. Okay, so H.P. Lovecraft has a novella, The Shadow Over Innsmouth, where he has these um, deep ones. And they're like, he also like hints at them in this earlier short story, Dagon, but they're really oh. in Shadow Over Innsmouth. So Dagon uh, is one I've Dagon. heard of. Dagon, Dagon, whatever. Um, 
sci-fi back when they actually used to show uh, scary movies when they were a mm-hmm. good channel. They did one of their own movies or someone and they made that movie. I never saw it, but I know it was it was a film and it is about that story. Yeah. So Shadow Over Innsmouth has more about them. And basically they're a race of intelligent ocean dwelling creatures that are like human shaped, but they they're fishy like. And so they often mate with humans along the coast and they create these hybrids. They are also said to serve in his stories, the beings known as Father Dagon and Mother Hydra, as well as Cthulhu. The many, oh, like the, the many headed Hydra, the, the monster that has like eight heads, right? Or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I haven't read the Shadow of Minismith yet. I've read some Lovecraft, but not that one. So I don't know if that Hydra is the like same thing mm, or not. Okay, His mother right. Hydra is the same thing or sure. if it's based on it or what. Sure. Um, but I'm going to read you a description of them from the Shadow Over Innsmouth that's pretty good. Lay it on me. All right. I think their predominant color was a grayish green, though they had white bellies. They were mostly shiny and slippery, but the ridges of their backs were scaly. Their forms vaguely suggested the anthropoid, while their heads were the heads of a fish with prodigious bulging eyes that never closed. At the sides of their necks were palpitated palpitating gills and their long paws were webbed they hopped irregularly sometimes on two legs and sometimes on four i was somehow glad that they had no more than four limbs their croaking baying voices clearly used for articulate speech held all the dark shades of expression which their staring faces lacked they were the blasphemous fish frogs of the nameless design living and horrible wow you are quite literary honestly so i I yeah i'm i don't know i just i i that's where it took me so and they also what they would do is they the shadow of insmith deals with they make a bargain between the deep ones and the humans so the aquatic species gives them plentiful fishing and gold this like weird gold jewelry that they've got and in return they the land dwellers uh, they give them human sacrifices and they say they'll mate humans with deep ones i love human sacrifices (laughs) so the deep one hybrid offspring they are born looking like a normal human being okay but But as they grow older they eventually transform into a deep one gaining immortality which which deep ones are immortal but once the transformation is complete they become immortal and they go and live with the deep ones so then I have a question, and maybe we'll get to it, but this just makes me think of it right now. Half human, do we, we want to discuss mermaids? Do we, do we consider mermaids sea monsters? Uh, mermaids was next on my list, and I don't know. Like, what do people think? Do you guys well, I can tell think you this that much. they're sea monsters? Mermaids are not Ariel from The Little Mermaid. I can tell you that. No. They well, are so, mean, and they eat people. Well, they, they, they think they may have originated from the stories of the mythological creature, the siren. Oh, okay. Um, and they were in the Odyssey, right? So they yeah, were from yeah, Greek yeah, sure. mythology and they were in the Odyssey. But at that time, they were they were like, they were depicted as half bird, half woman. But it kind of gradually shifted into being a woman-fish hybrid. Um, so there are like, though, definite mermaid depictions of them as sirens, right? Where they're calling in pe- the sailors to drown them and stuff. Right, right. So yeah, the mermaids, they're not, they they don't talk about dingle hoppers and um, things like that. Like the thing about mermaids, that's kind of crazy. 
like where I'm like, I don't really believe in mermaids, but like, I don't think I do. But the thing that's weird, okay, is that there are stories from from Great Britain, Ireland, from Western and Eastern Europe, from Mesopotamia and the Eastern Mediterranean, from Byzantine and Ottoman Greece, Asia, Africa, like all over the world, people have like separately come up with these ideas about mermaids about the same thing, these human fish hybrids. Asia, lots of stories from Asia. Yeah, yeah, everywhere, like. Oh yeah, well, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna say. Sea monsters are real, people. Let's not not get twisted here, all right? They're real. Um, At least I believe this to be true. So there's just so many things down there that we can't even get to in the deep, dark depths of the ocean. I I was gonna mention that. So I was gonna say about, and I'll, I'll go back to Loch Ness is, you know, look, it's like 850 feet deep. Okay. It's crazy dark because all the peat they got in there. Once you go in that water, you go more than 10 feet and it's like black. Like you cannot see in there. Yeah. They've scanned the lake with these sonar deep scan before. They've done all these sweeps. They haven't found anything. I'm not buying it. There's a cave somewhere. There's something in there. Here you go. You really want to go conspiracy and crazy? How about this theory? I read, I watched this on a documentary once. There's a lot of quartz inside Loch Ness, right? Quartz is like okay. a conductor, right? Yeah. So what's happening is they're enabling time travel. And I've, I know I've lost everyone at this point. But so what you're seeing is the theory is you're actually, when you have a sighting of, of Nessie, you're traveling back in time to when it was a real, actually real. You're into like a portal. So I've heard I that theory about ghosts. Crazy. I've actually heard that theory about ghosts that you're often uh, like, it's a window into a different time that you're seeing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's, it's doing. Okay. It's, it's like I can, that's too crazy off the charts for me. Um, I just, you know what? It's like the, what are the X-Files? Uh, what is their tagline? I want to believe or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, like, I want to believe this stuff is awesome. So here's the, I, I went to Lake Champlain when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine with my family. And I remember uh, I, I was the young monster hunter. I took a stick and a piece of rope and an empty Dunkin' Donuts bag. And I <laughs> sat on the side of the lake and I fished. I thought I was going to catch the monster. Now my attention span was probably five minutes long. I think I but gave what up. What was the that. bag for? Were you going to put the monster in the bag? I okay. tell you. I just figured I sat there for like five, 10 minutes. Didn't catch anything gave up but the fact is i did give it a try i did try to find a monster at the young age of eight or nine so i was at it at an early age um i have not been to loch ness i do plan to go at some point but the one thing i do want to mention is is i want to believe in these things but i also i also kind of don't want them to be i don't want them to ever be found quite frankly because that'll kind of ruin it right you want to have the belief in it but never actually find out you know the, if they if they turn on the news on right now and they drug up a nessie that would suck, right? Because they'd probably take it in captivity. It would probably die and Pregnancy. that would ruin everything. Right. So I think in Scotland, though, like they've tried to get like parliament or whatever they have as government or parliament to like make it a protected animal, even though they, they don't even know if it's real. But like it's, yeah, they really, I mean, this is like- That seems smart stuff. though, because if you don't yeah. make it protected before you discover it, then everybody's definitely going to go and just like chop it up. That's exactly right. Think about King Kong. What happened in King Kong, right? You know, monster yeah. goes crazy, kills a bunch of, yeah. So, and then, you know, Chessie, the whole story with Chessie is it's about like the consumerism and the people moving in and how the bay was empty for all this time. And all these people came because they wanted to get away from the city and consumerism and tourism and eco-tourism and then the bay getting destroyed. And like Chessie became this like symbolic piece of all those things at different times. And that's kind well, of that's, what part of my documentary may become about. So I think that's a little bit where, 
more later movies have gone like well, what happens if you trash the place right is that what you're saying right well like well like if you're talking yeah like you're talking about like the host right the host that is a sea monster that was created by tex- toxic chemical dumping there you go so and i feel like and um i think cloverfield the monster was from came out of the ocean it was from deep sea drilling mm. It was bothered okay. by deep sea drilling. So like uh, you see these movies more lately that are, I think, using it as an eco, ter- uh, not an eco-terrorism thing, but eco-horror? like- Eco-horror? Eco-horror, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And wait, Creature from the Black Lagoon, right? Creature from the Black Lagoon. One <gasps> of the Lake- original Sea Monster movies. What about Lake Placid? I think that counts. With the giant alligator and Betty White spewing profanity for an hour and I half? mean, if we're going to count Lake oh, the movie's so Nos- bad. Loch Ness Monster and like Lake Monsters, then that counts. Okay. Um, so there's also like the Leviathan. I don't know if the Leviathan that counts though because it's an see. infection and then the people die and they become the monster. You know what? But it has to do with the deep as we like, as the word is. So personally, right. I am utterly And terrified. it's a mining company, so it might be that eco-horror thing again. I'm personally terrified of large bodies of water. Um, some people find a cruise to be a nice, relaxing thing to do. I find it to be sheer terror if I ever went on one. Yep. Because I don't know what's in there. I don't know what's in there. And quite frankly, we as people, we don't know. We've only explored like 10% of the ocean or something like that, right? But yep. it covers like, what, 60% of, or 70% of the world or something. Yeah. So, dude, and speaking of that, here's a fact, right? We are finding things, okay? The coelacanth, okay. the colacanth, yep. the, oca- the okapi. Yeah, yeah. We're finding things that were extinct for millions of years. We're finding them again. They, they're out there. I'm telling you, this stuff is real. I think, I think some of them are really out there. Um, I don't know about like, okay, so the recent movie Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Hmm. Oh, so I think I did hear about that. That I actually, it, that's interesting. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Isn't that that what actually. Yeah. Do we, are, are you, do you know what show you're watching guys? Yeah, There's going to be spoilers here. You know this. That actually features deep ones and Cthulhu. Ah, okay. So they're doing a little so, Lovecraft reference there. Yeah. Well. It's, it's kind of, they end up sort of showing up there. So okay. yeah. So that's, that's the one movie that we've talked about where I think it really truly is a sea monster, sea monster, like not something that was created by chemical dumping or was, well, an infection that turned people into a monster or something like that. So what about them? Um, I, I didn't see it. And sadly, I, I'm kind of embarrassed I haven't because Guillermo del Toro was great. But what about um, Shape of Water? Shape isn't of that, Water. He's that, a sea monster, I'd say. Yeah. But he's yeah. not really a monster. And I think that's partially, I mean, I think that was partially like, the misunderstood creature like 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 uh, because they're like treating hunch- him like he's a monster but like, he like really does of have Notre Dame or something in a way he right? really does have emotions and feelings and yeah and, and is and is a very a very sympathetic character in that mm-hmm. so okay what about is jaws a sea monster yes so jaws is a shark but it's a it's- real animal Jaws, and don't forget, if you if you don't want to say he is, well, I believe it is, but think about the prehistoric version, the megalodon. 
that right. preceded Jaws. The they said that shark was like eighty feet giant, long. and he does seem to be a really giant shark. So keep and in he mind, he does seem to purposefully attack people. Oh, he's gonna get you. He's he his he's gonna eat Quint. Oh, that's right. Like, but on purpose. Like he's yes. chasing people. Yes. Purposefully. Damn smart fish went under the boat. Right. Um. So keep in mind, though, this is funny. Sea monsters. I mean, they they were real. Like. We're talking about plesiosaurs and megalodons. They did exist. They actually were sea monsters at one point in time. You know, we, we think yeah. it's crazy now, but millions of years ago, those joints were just swimming through the water. Oh, by the way, guys, by the way, guys, quick little like quick little tidbit of, of news here. We will be talking about Jaws in just a few weeks on the podcast. So Jaws is a good movie. Um, we'll be doing Jaws very soon. Okay. So let, let's, let's talk real quick. I was going to get, I want to mention about what my thoughts are and what the like champ and like um, Nessie are, but real quick, what about like an actual sea monster, like a giant squid? That's a sea monster, right? That's a real sea I mean, monster. I would think so. There's also, I think the colossal squid, which is even bigger. And they're rarely photographed. If you Google giant squid, you can find a great video from a couple of years ago. I don't know where this was. But it's oh my god! Climb. I watched it. Yeah, it goes up to the camera and then it just like disappears like that. And they think this thing was like thirty feet long or something. Yeah, they're amazing. And they're not seeing they, they're they're real deep. I think in the ocean. Um, they're so amazing. But that is an actual real, no argument. That's a real sea monster. That's a sea monster. I would yeah. say so. Okay, so wait. Back to movies. We got one more. Okay. Godzilla. No. Comes out of the sea, huge reptilian thing. Sorry, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm not on board with you. Okay, so thing. why not? Because he's a dinosaur and he's a monster, a dragon. He lives on land. Okay, but you just said that Jaws is probably like ah, a dinosaur. He came shark. out of the, He was born out of the water, fine. But where, when else is he in the water? I haven't seen all of the Godzilla's. I admit that. If I'm wrong, please tell me. But I'm not buying that. I don't know. I can't get mm. on board with you on that one. Maybe because he's not confined to the sea, you think? Yes, I think that's a good explanation. I think okay, uh, but in that case, neither is the monster in Cloverfield, right? It just comes out of the sea. Well, if you're going to say that, then I'm not going to agree with that one either. Then I don't think because doesn't it it rages around the city? So okay, anything that spends seventy five percent of its life on land is not. But I don't okay, but but we don't know that they're spending seventy five percent of their life on land. They might be in the ocean, underneath the ocean, living like living large, chilling with a. I don't know, a cigar, watching some TV for like 90% of the time until they are called up by deep sea drilling or people who need help from Mothra. What if you have, what if you give birth to a baby in a whirlpool? Right. But that baby is going to stay most of the time on land. I'm talking about like, I know. I'm just where is Godzilla? <laughs> where? No, this is very serious, Matt. Know, where know, is I'm, Godzilla I'm when idiot. he's not serious. saving the world? He doesn't sleep. That's he's a the monster. key. I don't think. Well, that's if a great he question. Stays okay, in the fair. ocean when he's not saving the world. Then I say he's a sea monster. If he right. comes out We're of the ocean need... and lives on land when he's not saving the world then I say he's not a sea monster. I think we're going to need some input from people on that one. Cause I mean, for my money, it's not a sea monster, but I'm willing to listen to any, anyone that wants to weigh in on that. Yeah. All right, guys, let us know if you think that, that Godzilla is a sea monster or not. And you know, Hey, what you think about any of these other monsters in these movies? Are they actually sea monsters? There is, a movie, or are they something else? I may be off on this. It's a movie called the Bay. Have you heard of this? Oh, it's um, and it's set in the Chesapeake Bay, right? Oh, who but, it, made but it's it? like a mind um, control. It's not a monster movie, though, is it? 
No, I don't think it's a monster no, movie. Okay. Forget it. We won't even bother with it then. No. All right. But just the title just made me like think about whatever. Um, but okay. So I was going to just talk about what my thoughts are and the general consensus being that Chessy, not well, maybe Chessy, Chessy, Nessie, and Champ are um, plesiosaurs. Oh, I should have okay. put a, I should have put a photo of a plesiosaur in my PowerPoint presentation. You should have. I'm Shame. Sorry. Google plesiosaur. It's an ancient <laughs> a, a, aquatic dinosaur, long neck, rounded body, flippers. That's what they think it is. Now, theories being that last ice age, when the ocean then shrank and then the land mass became, they got stuck inside there. All right. They recreated, they procreated, whatever, recreated, whichever term you want to use. Um, and they were able to have, you know, offspring and whatever. And they live in there. People think there's tunnels that they can go through that lead to the ocean. Lake Champlain can go out to the St. Lawrence, which goes out to the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. I think there are some old pathways they still think may exist in Loch Ness that can go back to, out to the ocean. And clearly Again, Chesapeake Bay is attached to the ocean. I mean, that's easy. Oh, here's the funny thing. There's a manatee I found out from my research that kept swimming up to the Chesapeake Bay like every every year. And it went to Florida and they started tagging this thing and they actually named him Chessie. Um, this, this was a long time. I don't know if it happens. It, it, animal oh, wait, dead. we've got know. a comment here. They're saying, I think they're talking about um, Godzilla, that he is not a sea monster. He He's is a, a lizard. lizard. I love it. Thank you All right. very much. Okay, okay. I'll take it. I mean, he is reptilian as opposed to like actually. That's a good um, description. See, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I'll take it. Yep. I'll take then it. Now, lizards can live in water, but I'm with that comment. I, I'm, I'm with you, listener. Thank you for that. So then so then I'm going to say in that by that token, then neither is the alligator in um, Lake, Lake Placid, Placid. Yeah. because well, it, it's also it's a, it's a terrible just movie. A I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I really oh. should because isn't Betty White in it? Not only is she in it, she has the most foul mouth you've ever seen. Okay, now She's I have to see it. Dropping f bombs left and right, and if it wasn't now bad I've enough, they made like it. four of them. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, so. I have to see the one that she's in at least. Okay, so I want to talk about one other kind of of mythological creature, mm. and see if we think this counts as a sea monster. I okay. think it probably does not, but I want to bring it up just to see. So, selkies or sea folk, right? They're from Norse and Celtic mythology. Yeah, I'm, not too I'm not too familiar with them. So basically, they uh, can change from seal to human form by shedding their seal skin. Okay. And so a lot of the stories involve a man, a land dwelling man, um, seeing them like bathing or something, taking their seal skins off, falling in love with one, stealing its seal skin, and then hiding it away. And it has to follow him home and become his wife because it can't go back to the water without its seal skin. Interesting. And so they'll like stay for years and they'll have kids. And then, then one day the husband like leaves for home and accidentally leaves his key to the chest at home or something and she gets it and she goes back okay. so those are the like stories and a lot of old rural like irish and scottish legends say that children that have web that are born with like webbed fingers and toes or that have like scaly skin which i think is an actual like condition of some sort are the progeny of human and selkie like relations huh relations <laughs> relations. I'm gonna have so relations. I don't know. What do we think, guys? Do do selkies count? I'm not sure. I would need to find more information. Maybe but... they're more of just a sea mythological creature. Yeah, a sea nymph. <laughs> a sea a sea nymph. Well, there's undines too, right? In in Greek mythology, there's the sea nymphs. Sure. 
you know, with Poseidon and all that is maybe Poseidon's a, maybe Poseidon's a sea monster. Could be, could be. He's, he's kind of like a mermaid and he's got sea nymphs and he's powerful and huge. Yes, he is. This is true. Well, I think he's huge. So the interesting thing is, and people, you know, here's the reality. Every lake in the world probably has someone telling a story. There's a monster in it, right? I mean, you name a lake, it probably has one. Like Flathead Lake in Montana apparently has one. And people, but the thing that makes, gets me though, is, and it's kind of like aliens. If they're not real, it's all made up. Why, why are so many people saying they see this? You know, not just like people that have had like 10 beers and they don't know where they're going or they're stoned or something like legitimate, like doctors and like, you know, airline pilots, like normal, normal, whatever. Yeah. Like it's not just crazy people that see these things. Like everyone sees these things. So so next we got to talk about aliens in the Bermuda triangle at some point, then one on one of our live streams, because that's where I get, but with those two, I get like so many people who seem otherwise completely logical have said they've seen these things. I'm not, I'm not insulting someone. I'm not, you know, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, people who are just all walks of life. Yeah, everybody. No, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody sees them. It's hard to completely not believe. Right. And then, but you got to think about the stuff, like I was saying with Chessie, where it's like consumerism and eco, you know, are you imagining it's because it comes with it? Do you want to, I mean, look, I'll tell you the minute I get to Loch Ness, I'm going to look, you know, want to see it. And if your mind wants it bad enough, you will see something, even if you know, it's not there. Because your your disposition, you're trained to see something because you want to see it so badly. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just the human mind. That's just how it works. Sure, Con- confirmation bias. Yeah. And you notice how with these Bigfoot sightings, especially people always say, "Well, it was you know this big," and well, you know, I had a photo, but I lost it. It's like, well, what? What? You know, it's like, what are you talking about? Okay, so let's see. H two O baby, nineteen seventy eight. Everyone else out there, let us know. Do you believe in sea monsters? Do you think people are actually seeing these things, that there's something real, um, whether they're a plesiosaurus or something else like that? Or do you think that this is just like confirmation bias? People want to see it and they're imagining it all. So here's your logical explanations, right? As far as scientists and folks that debunk these. It's like the, the, the champ photo I showed. Mm-hmm. They, I, I've seen like a recreation, like a digital thing where it's a tree stump. And if you look at it right, it, it looks like it's, that's probably what it is boat boat wakes right that right per- that makes perfect sense that's what probably a lot of these honestly are there are logical explanations but there are things that happen in the world that people cannot explain i mean i, I can't explain right. them i can't well, tell I, you them, I know but they're, you know and i know I with know. mermaids with mermaids they say that you know they they chalk them up to sightings of manatees or um okay, I can see or that. seals yeah. or sure. or what is a dugongs i think they dugongs they're like a kind the cousin of a manatee so here is over in asia here is the most um commonly mistaken they believe actual animal for these sightings for like champ and stuff sturgeons that's what they think they are because they can get to be about 10 15 feet long and they're weird looking but no but that's not big enough i I know, but when your mind is racing and you see something and you don't know what it is, that's what they, that's what people think experts think. Well, and maybe the if most they logical see, explanation, maybe if they see most of the sturgeon, but they think it's only part of the sea monster the, they're or lake scaly. monster in that they're case, kind of scaly, they're, they're prehistoric. They've been around forever. So that's, a, that's what, if you watch any of these documentaries, at some point you'll see someone on that show say, 
bring up the, the, the topic of a sturgeon. I guarantee it. I think, think at least some of these things we're going to find out are really ancient creatures. I'm telling you, man. That have just not been found and identified by modern humans yet. And they I think are able, that's we're going to find out most and of And they're are. able to hide. They can hide. They're, mm-hmm. They know the body of water because they've been there forever. Look, can I explain how a monster, a creature has been around for millions of years? No, I can't explain that. But that's not, I'm not trying to explain that. I'm just saying if it's real, I don't know. Right. Well, and it, and it could be the, the, I'll use the word again, the progeny of that first creature, mm-hmm. you know, or they could have been something that, that lived in the ocean and got caught there. And like you were saying, like a couple got caught there and they had babies and they, and they even evolved to be a little bit different than what they were when they were out in the ocean. And who knows those things may, their lifespan might be hundreds of years, right? Who knows? I mean, so yeah. if you, even if it was just 10 of them, I mean, you know, you think do the I math, mean, God, whatever. Carrots but. live for like 120 some turtles. years or something. Turtles or like, live forever. Like, tortoises, like yeah. Tortoises yeah. Tortoises live, forever, live like for that. ages. Right. So who knows? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm giving you my thought on it. Um, I think it's very exciting. I mean, I love to watch stuff like that. I think they try to make it like a scary thing. I don't know if it's necessarily scary. Some people have said they've seen these things on land. I don't know if I'm buying those stories. That seems kind of crazy to me, but uh, anything's possible. I suppose. I'd have to hear the stories and like see any pictures they thought they had to now, one interesting thing, too, is that, um, especially with Loch Ness, they'll notice there, there's been sightings for centuries, but once they built the real roads that, mm-hmm. you know, cover, you know, basically wrap around the lake, it's interesting. The sightings went up a lot more, you know what I mean? But that, you know, makes sense. You're able to be around it more often, so. Well, yeah, if there's people, if there's more people there, then there's going to be more sightings. Exactly. So whether they're real or not, although it's funny, you would maybe think it would go the other way that they were like, when there was more people there, like it would be hidden more. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, more exposure is more exposure, I guess. So yeah, true. I don't know. But yeah, I think they're fascinating. Um, I will definitely uh, keep working on champ or on Chessie and see if um, I'd love to put a piece together for that. And I don't think anyone has sightings of it anymore. It's kind of died out. Um, I don't think anyone really talks much about it. It's hard to find info on it. So but it's still interesting. I'm curious as to what it would be. Yeah. I, I like that. They named the manatee Chessie though. That's cute. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. sweet. That makes me happy. <laughs> Especially because my family lives in Florida. So I go down there to Florida. So I feel like, and I see manatees when I'm down there sometimes and I could be yep. like, that might be Chessie. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I might be hanging with Chessie down here. Yeah. And they've done all these sweeps and with all this sonar and they've done all these, you know, tried to find the monster and they find interesting things. They think they find um, one team thought they found like a corpse, but it turned out to be logs or something. You know what I'm saying? Like your mind, that's the same thing. Again, you're, you're, you're so like wrapped up in it. You want to see something so badly that part of your mind tells you that that, that is what it is, even though yeah. it's, it's not. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you, I mean, we're going to need a lot more, a lot more science and a lot more getting to the bottoms of the oceans to, I think, uncover these mysteries. Yeah. I mean, you know, one thing interesting, you know, I'm a huge Titanic fan. So one thing that's cool is an example of that stuff. You know, now they've explored the wreck for you know 30 years now. Mm-hmm. They found 
bunch of different species of fish that were down. They didn't know about from exploring, yeah. just exploring the wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Just from there. And that's yeah. not even like that deep comparatively. And you've seen these photos. There are some fish that live in the ocean that look crazy. I mean, they're like terrifying looking. Oh my God. There's, there's some nuts looking fish. Like, oh. yep. So you don't know what's down there. So to think that we know all that's in there is just that, that to me is if you have no proof, I don't think you can, you can't sit there and say without a doubt, this doesn't exist. I don't, I just, you, you can't do that. And I think you're right. Like I want to know about these things, but at the same time, I kind of want, want there to still be some mystery left in the world. Exactly. Yep. I want it to be, if, if, if they get discovered, I want it to be after I'm long gone. I don't want it to happen in my lifetime. Because yeah, it would get ruined. It would totally get ruined. It was science would destroy it. The maybe would... maybe I want them to discover some things, but not everything. <laughs> right. Leave us some mysteries. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's a reason people believe this stuff. It's not you know, it's just, that's just I don't know. It, it could be hard to explain sometimes, but I think that um, there is some truth to everything. There's a kernel of truth. They say the kernel of truth in every story or whatever mm-hmm. that line is. I mm-hmm. guess. But um, yeah, you know, I mean. People have been talking about it for millions, well, thousands of years, at least not about millions of years, but thousands of years for sure. Yeah. Something, I, something in the water. I don't know. I love it. I love all this stuff that we, we just don't know what it is yet. I love it. It's so here's, exciting to me. Here's the question. Knowing what you can do with a camera and the knowledge you have and the savvy you have with it. If you saw something, would you be able to quickly get your phone or your camera, whatever you had, and be able to like steadily and like snap a photo or a video. Cause you know, half the ones you see of these are out of focus or they're shaky. Cause I mean, okay. If understandably people are like freaking out because of what they're seeing. So it's hard to get control of yourself. But if I was quick enough on the draw to get my camera app opened before the thing had already submerged again, then yes, I could hold it steady. My concern you is that I could. would be like, <laughs> I think I could, but my, re- my concerns that I would be like, crap, where's the app? Ah, which page is it on? Ah, I got it. Ah, I can't get it. And then the thing would be gone. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. I think if I could get it open, I could probably just hold it there and be, and be steady and good with that. But. Cause I think no. about that. I do think about that. What if I saw it, would I be able, it's like a, you know, like do, a gunslinger. Can do you, you know, can you get loaded and go quick enough? Do you know how many times I miss adorable things my dog do, my dogs do just because I can't get my phone app open, my camera app open quickly enough on my phone? Like, there you go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I never get it open quickly enough. They're like up and down. I bet. I bet they're, I mean, they're not just going to be like, Hey, I'm just hanging out for a picture. Anybody want to take a shot? Like they're going to be like up and down and I'm going to miss it. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, you kind of need to be basically ready for it. Um, yeah. So I, I've always been curious about that is would I be ready to grab an image? Would that, would that yeah. work? Well, so, you know, I love, I love lake monsters like Nessie and everything because I did a film about them. So <laughs> I was, I, I was there when, um, we you were, were being, you being were attacked there. by the lake monster. <laughs> yeah, guys, the I greatest- made a short film called the lake and I had like these huge animatronic tentacles for the lake monster. It was it was best, fabulous. Best shot in that movie, I, my personal favorite, was the um, the drowning scene. Yes. The GoPro on the on the boogie board. Or no, no. Was it or was the shot from up top? 
Well, we took the GoPro from underneath and we pulled the GoPro down into the water. Down, so it was her POV of drowning. I loved Mm -hmm. that. That was great. I was very proud of that shot. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. Sitting sitting in a boat for like four hours. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, we spent so much time in that damn boat. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) It was really fun, but that lake was gross. Yes. Like the bottom of the lake, I guess, because it's man-made. It was just all like lake. Was that? Lake Anna. Was that like Anna? Yes, it was mm-hmm. Lake Anna. That's right. Okay. It's a it's a man-made lake. So the bottom People is not it. like the bottom's not like sandy silty. It's like it's like mucky. Yeah. People love Lake Anna. It's a huge tourist spot. But yeah, that's, that's a, we were it's in. a beautiful lake, but the bottom is icky feeling. Blech, I but didn't see, like it. But see, that's a good point. That's what I'm saying. Like with Loch Ness, it's so dank and dirty and dark in there. Like you don't know what's in there. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, you got it. Right, so of- I think we've covered everything. I think I've mentioned, I mean, all the ones I can think of. I think there's a few more, but I don't know a whole lot about other ones. I think there's a couple more in Canada that I'm not sure about. The Flathead Lake Monster. I Flathead think there's lake. a few lake monsters around. Lake monsters are more of my thing. It's kind of my jam. So kind of kind of your jam. That's cool. I just uh, I just checked out the sea monsters for us. So we got like both bodies of water. We're all covered. So guys, um, uh, if you don't know where you can find us yet, we are the Scary Movie Project. We usually talk about horror movies more than we talk about just spooky crap. Um, but love spooky crap. We though. wanted to do spooky crap for our live streams just because we both enjoy it and, and love talking about it as well as talking about horror movies. So if you want to hear us talk about horror movies, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Anywhere you are, pretty much, you can find us. everywhere. The Scary Movie Project. You can find us also on Facebook and Instagram at The Scary Movie Project. And you can email us if you have comments about our live stream, about... Uh, movies that we've reviewed, or if you have requests for movies you'd like us to review, you can email us at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. Ahoy! The Scary Movie Project Podcast. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.